hit you with the bars real quick Hey, quarantine life, but my flow's still sick If I had a mate, I'd have a make you lemonade And I don't need to get laid, so don't be afraid Girl, I get paid, but I'm in pain Kinda like Wayne, first name Bruce Where the hell's I made with a goddamn juice? Every day's the same, deja vu Bring in the wine, yeah, bring in the zan Pump up my songs, yeah, let's do a dance You the kind of girl that made me cancel my plans You the only girl I let a pay for only fans You hear that? That's the sound of a CBD soda. Welcome to the Suicide Logs, episode 58. Now, I'm not too I'm not too confident in if it's 58 because I haven't checked and I'm too lazy to check. I'm not going to check. Anyways, dude, I'm here with my lovely producer. I hired a producer, dude. She's got bangs. And she looks a lot like my fiance, dude. But she's hot, dude. But she's like just as hot as my fiance. But it's like, you know, it's like I'm, it feels like I'm cheating. It feels like I'm either cheating or I'm getting back with my ex. But I'm married, you know? So we're going to try this CBD soda. I'm not really a believer in CBD. I kind of think it's a lot of fucking hoopla, honestly. On uh, Maybe there's something to it, but I feel like... I feel like people are just going a little, a little fucking crazy. This will be 57. This is why I hired a producer. This is why, what was the, what was the last one? First time or just, and that was 56. Now this is 57. My apologies, everybody. This is episode 57. So we're going to take this CBD drink. Maybe it'll get my fucking mind going. What flavor is this again? Mr. Uh, Producer lady, Miss Producer lady. Blood orange. orange. Can I call you producer lady? All right. All right, blood orange. We're going to try it. Cheers. It's also got some THC in it, actually. Oh, that tickles. That tickles my tongue. Oh, wait, hold on, guys. My speech is going to be so much better when I sip this CBD soda. Hold up. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. I have a lot on my mind. I think it's been about... um, Uno, dos, tres. Yeah, it's been a couple of days since uh, my last podcast. And, uh, you know, I know I know, I said in a couple of episodes back that I'm not going to, like, write things down and stuff and go and read off the thing. But I, I uh, there, there's just like a couple of things that I feel like I really need to address and, and make sure I do not forget it. Um. But I guess I should look at it. I don't even know, dude. I don't even know. I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to get into it. Um, That's a CBD burp, baby. That's a CBD burp. Um, I got new underwear, dude. I got new underwear. And um, I haven't gotten new underwear in probably like fucking two years. I like to say I'm not I'm not rich, I'm cheap. Uh and and I can't even remember the last time I bought underwear, dude. Because every time I feel like I need new underwear, I just I just ask for it as a gift for either my birthday or Christmas and you know, when you give me when you give me new underwear, that shit's going to last a while. Dude, I swear to you, I'm probably wearing underwear that's like that's like 
at least 12 years old. I have some underwear in my drawer right now that's at least 12 years old. And that's scary, dude. Think about how much a human develops in 12 years. And and that's your underwear just sitting in your drawer, dude. There's a lot of like mildew and shit that's probably developed, you know. So anyways, yeah, I got new underwear. I'm getting my life together. I'm getting my life together, dude. I got new underwear. I got windshield wipers. The the underwear producer lady thinks that the underwear looks good. Um You know, yeah, dude, like kind of like cutting your bangs, dude. That's kind of how I feel about getting new underwear. I feel like a new man. And I oh, oh, I forgot to tell you, producer lady. Um I reached out to this underwear brand. The the fucking uh they're called Pair of Thieves. And they responded back, dude. I told them I was going to give them an honest review. Yes, dude. And this is why I bought this underwear. It's because it had raccoons on the on the packaging. Not even what? the not even the actual underwear, just raccoons on the fucking packaging. And that's what that's what made me that's what sold it. Yeah, that's what sold it. That's what that's what made me want it. But anyways, um it, it I, I'm not even trying to exaggerate, dude. This shit was probably the best underwear I've ever worn in my life this underwear it made me want to it made me want to to like get a mountain bike and ride on it for seven hours straight that's how comfortable it felt dude it felt like a challenge to like let me try and ruin this underwear you know that just kind of reminds me of like the last time i shit myself as an adult i don't know why i I guess like ruining underwear i think i shit in oh my god this is tmi sorry (laughs) but (laughs) I, um, yeah, I think, uh, how old was I? I was probably 17 years old the last time I shit myself without wearing diapers. And, uh, I was eating food. I was eating Japanese, like, uh, like a bento box kind of thing. The place is out of business. I don't know why, but yeah, that was what I was eating the last time I shit myself. I was eating like steak, shrimp, fried rice vegetables, water, you know, um, and I was full, I was full, but the food tasted so delicious, dude, I don't know how much MSG they put in it, but I was hooked, and, um, I farted, (laughs) farted, (laughs) and, uh, I let it go, and I felt normal, I kept eating, and then I just thought, why, is my ass so hot right now? You know, like, <laughs> like it kind of like when you pee yourself, you know, it's warm, but like it was the same thing. And then I just instantly knew, I just instantly knew I shit myself. And, um, I, luckily I was at the comfort of my own home. I wasn't at this restaurant. I ordered takeout. So the, the bathroom was literally like 10 feet away. And, um, uh, I was prop. No, I was wearing shorts. I don't know. It's not important. So I I went in the bathroom and uh, yeah, dude. I just it wasn't that bad. It was just kind of like a really wet fart, and there was just like a shit stain on my underwear. And um, I opened the door, and my dad was upstairs. It was just me and my dad at the time at the house. And I yelled for my dad, and he was like getting ready for work, and he was, and I was just like, Dad. And he, was, and he goes from upstairs like, what's up? And I just, I don't know how to say it, dude. 
how do you, t- <laughs> you know, I just, so I fucking, um, I was just like, dad, uh, can you, can you bring me down a, like a, a fresh pair of underwear? <laughs> Yeah, and um, my dad, my dad just like kind of like had this laughing response of, um, "Oh, what did you shit yourself?" <laughs> and I just, I just raised the white flag, bro. I was like, "Yeah, I shit, I shit myself." And so he came down, fresh pair of undies. Shout out to my dad. Worked so hard for me, and um, and yeah, that was the last time I shit myself, dude. And, uh, you know, my dad always like every time I I have something to contest or something, he always has to bring up how he fucking, he, he changed my diapers once because my mom wasn't home. And he, like he said, he almost puked because like, I guess, you know, usually he'd wait for my mom to do shit like that. But I guess I came barging into the room like one or two years old, just like with that face, like I shit myself. And my dad was like, oh my, I got to do it, dude. Look at him. He's crying. He shit himself like really badly. I got to change his diaper. Oh my God. How cute. And so, um, yeah, dude, memory like an elephant, dude. I still remember being potty trained. I really still do. I don't know why I'm talking so much about fucking bowel movements and shitting, dude. (laughs) It just, um, just my dad is really what I was thinking about, man. Like that dude did a lot for me. And shit. Let me take a little bit. Let me just shotgun the CBD drink real quick. It's not bad. Kind of tastes like sparkling water with sugar. Which is probably what it is. And they're like, it's CBD. I don't know. I just don't fucking trust people, man. Anyways, except for my dad. Um. Yeah, man. My dad, like, used to sell cars. Uh, that was like a big part of his life. And when he would sell cars, he would dress professionally. And I never fucking understood that. Like, why do people dress professionally to like, I don't know, work at a bank or sell cars or I don't know, sell you insurance? Like, is it an intimidation thing instead of just saying business? Because to me, it's kind of like, I, I, I'd I feel more comfortable, like, I wouldn't have a problem walking into Ford, and it's just a dude who looks like he'd drive a Ford, just a fucking, like, a Ford truck, just fucking jeans, American flag snapback, or, like, dad hat thing, and just, like, a dirty, t- like, he works on cars, dude, and he'll be like, oh, well, yeah, dude, if you just, you know, put $7,000, um, the interest rate's going to be really low, bro. You know? Why does he have to put on a tie and and just be professional? I don't know. But anyways, yeah, dude, my dad did that. And um, one thing my dad did was he would wear toupees because um, my dad, my dad's bald. He's been bald my whole life. And just a couple of like months ago, I asked him, dad, when did you start going bald? And he said, ah, around my mid-20s. And I said, holy fucking shit, I'm in my (laughs) mid-20s. So I'm just, like, waiting on it, dude. Like, my dad's got that Hulk Hogan kind of bald, right? So, like, his, his, his hairline ends basically on the back of his head. You know how some people have, like, foreheads? If you don't know what a fore... Why they call it a forehead, it's because it's supposed to take four fingers from, um... 
your eyebrows to your hairline. So tell me, how big is, do you have a forehead? Because I actually have a five head, but it's it's been a five head. Well, I'm doing it right now. It is a forehead. Maybe I'm just exaggerating. It's like a four and a half. I don't know. I got a forehead, bro. My dad's got a 10 head. So, but he would grow, he, he would grow the sides out and then he put a toupee on and then he'd go sell cars to look professional because he was insecure about like his hair and shit. And, and so when my dad wasn't working, he just wouldn't wear the toupee. He would just put a baseball cap on and then like let, you know, the sides of his hair come off and it would look like he had hair. And so, uh. I told I told everyone in my second grade class that and and none of the kids believed me. And so I was like I got to prove these motherfuckers wrong. And so um I planned it, dude, like right after school when my dad came God bless my dad working hard to pick up his 6-year-old kid, you know. And uh <laughs> He comes to pick me up from school and I have it planned out, dude. I tell all the kids, watch, watch. When my dad comes, I'm going to take his hat off and he's going to, he's going to be, you guys are going to see he's bald because nobody believed him because my dad had him fooled. He wore a hat, then grew out the sides and made it look like he had hair. But little, but I knew he was bald, dude. I knew he, I saw him put a toupee on in the morning before work. And the second graders, the, my, my classmates wouldn't believe me. So my dad came to pick me up. Oh, son, how's school? And I'm like, dad, can you tie my shoes? And so my dad, you know, God bless my dad, says, oh, sure, son, bends down. Because he's like five foot eight. And probably when I was six years old in the second grade, I was probably like three feet tall, dude. I had to get him to my level. I was smart. I untied my shoes on purpose to get my dad to go down. So my dad kneels down, starts tying my shoes. I look back at the second graders to make sure they were all looking. They were. Bam, knocked the hat off his head, dude. Knocked the fucking hat off my dad's head. And then he just get all his insecurities just explode off the top of his head, dude. He fucking like grabs the top of his head, starts fiddling down for the hat. My hat, my hair, you know. (laughs) Puts his fucking hat on, dude. And my dad never beat me. But honestly, dude, he probably, like, if he had beat me at that moment, dude, I would have had, like, gotten older and thought back. And, well, yeah, that was kind of a dick thing to do. <laughs> dude, I called my dad yesterday to, to tell him that story. You did. I did. And and I told, I told him, um, I told him that I wanted to, um, like, you know, if, oh man, he had self-control because I don't know if I had a six-year-old son that did that, I might have to smack him. <laughs> but, but like in all seriousness though, like, um, my dad was like, no man, I'm not going to hit a six-year-old. Obviously, obviously. But, um, I don't know, man. I feel like I kind of like owe it to myself to never beat my kids because my parents never beat me. And uh, I would just kind of feel like I had failed as a parent. If I beat my kids because my parents never beat me. Um, so yeah, they they set the fucking bar high because uh, I got a temper, bro. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, man. So I don't know. People wore toupees back then. I remember going to my dad's toupee appointments. And uh, this went on just for a little bit. 
until maybe like um, middle school, you know, end of elementary school, just like a time in his life. And then he just went bald. And uh, yeah, he, 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 he definitely had that like, oh, yeah, man, it's just hair. Just shave it, you know. So, uh, so far, so good. I'm not balding. But I feel like I learned how to get through balding insecurities through my dad because he went through it. And, um, you know, my dad's fucking cool bald. You know, it's just, uh, I don't really think anything bad about my dad because he's bald. Maybe I crack jokes every now and then about it. Sometimes I feel bad. But uh, hair doesn't defy you, man. If you're listening to this and you're bald, um, just know that, man. I met this dude. I met this dude uh, who who was bald, and he looked good bald, man. He had a he had a beard and everything. Didn't know he like cared so much about his hair until I stalked his Instagram, and then I was like, oh my god, this guy had hair before, you know? It's just like he looked like a fucking man bald, and then I was like, oh, at one point he was a little boy with hair, you know? So like take because because like it's rare it's very rare to just go full on bald, lose your hair in like high school or some shit. But you see plenty of bald, like, grown men around, you know? Just man the fuck up. Don't be insecure about your hair because a man wouldn't be insecure about his hair, you know? And uh, that brings me to something that's actually really important that I did not even read or write down. I just remembered it in my fucking head, dude. Elephant memory on the neck, tattooed, telling you. And by the way, dude, if this is the first time you've listening, if you're listening into the podcast... I'm trying to keep it so, like, you can listen to this and, um, I don't know, uh, just jump in, episodic. But, you know, I'm saying a lot of inside jokes, like the elephant tattoo on my neck. And I try to, like, explain it, but sometimes I just want to fucking say it. You know, the white belts know. Here I go. So, think of it as, like, you come into this podcast, right? Oh, everything's good. Like, kind of like when you're in school. You know, you you have to show up to every fucking class. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I don't know, in the second grade or some shit, one day for a week straight, you're doing fucking addition and subtraction. And then the next week, you're doing a multiplication and division. You know? But then, oh, you get sick. You get the chicken pox. You're out for a month. Yeah, then you go back to school and they're doing what? Quantum fucking physics, bro. All right? So if you get fucking lost, dude, maybe you'll be able to figure it out if you're a fucking genius, dude. But maybe listening to the old episodes is kind of worth it. Anyways, dude, what the fuck? Okay, so this is important. This is what I wanted to talk about, dude. Like, um, you know, going bald and things like that. I just wanted to talk about insecurities, man. And, um, you know, being insecure is... Producer lady, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think that being insecure plays a part in not having confidence? Being insecure plays a part in not having confidence? Yes. She just repeated the question, mm-hmm. if you can't hear her. Um, yeah. It does, man. That's the ding, ding, ding right answer. Because, you know... Being confident is owning your insecurities because nobody is perfect. You know? Producer lady is super fucking hot and everything. You know? She's super hot, but at the same time, 
she's not perfect. And that goes into just my theory of, I always joke around with my friend Tim about it. No woman is perfect. But if you're a female listening to this, you can also think of no man is perfect. No human is perfect. So it's like, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change a thing about producer lady, you know, because it's kind of like her insecurities or whatever, or, or things that are wrong with her is what makes her, her the good parts of her. And you never know, like if you just change a little thing about like, kind of like when you have plastic surgery, you just want, Oh, I just, I just want my nose to be a little bit bigger, you know? And then it just fucks up the whole geometry of your face, quantum physics, you know? And then everyone just kind of looks at you like something's off. That person has a glitch on their face. You know, that's how our brains perceive it. So sometimes it's just good to kind of just be normal. I don't know. But um, I don't know what I'm getting at. I guess that's a female insecurity kind of thing. Like not too many guys are having plastic surgery. But same thing with like wearing a toupee, you know. It, it can it can bleed out. Insecurity bleed. Producer lady, don't you think insecurity and being unconfident is just super obvious to see in people don't, my question is don't you think it's super obvious and it bleeds out when people are unconfident like you can just read and feel the vibe of an unconfident yeah. person and it's like when they're trying to be confident yeah trying to be something you're not which also goes into like the physical aspects of it of just like plastic surgery whatever changing everything i'm gonna leave that subject alone but um you know it's it's super easy to tell when someone is being unauthentic. And 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 I I feel like everyone's got a little bit of insecurity in them. Or you know, maybe some people are um aware that they are unconfident and they they are trying very hard to like mask their unconfidence. But hear me out. I feel like one of the best steps that you can take to overcome being unconfident is this is going to sound stupid now that, now that I say this out loud, but being confident in being unconfident is the first step to being confident. Okay. Quantum physics, right? So if you just fucking own being unconfident, dude, and you like, and you just own having like awkward humor or whatever, dude. Cause there are people like that, right? And uh, that that just that just breaks it, man. If you're just being you, you know, like you just have to tell people you're nervous when you're nervous, dude. And if you're around the right fucking people, they're gonna be okay with it. Not some fucking asshole. Like if you're just like with a bunch of friends and you're like, guys, I feel nervous or some shit, you know? I don't know. You gotta talk about your feelings, dude. That's another. That's another thing. You just uh got to tell people how you're feeling you got to be you got to be descriptive towards people and communicate and i guess that's an issue too but that's you know i don't want to think too deep into that i that was just kind of like my two cents <clears throat> okay so i just read something i i just opened my notes and um this is the suicide logs and I guess this is why I wrote this down. I wanted to get silly with you guys at first. I really did. And I guess it's it's just like time for me to read this part and, and tell you about it. Because it, there are important things um, that I think about when I'm in the darkness and stuff. I remember I 
I, I sent out a tweet, something about like the darkness and dark thoughts and how I wanted to like talk to you guys about it. So recently up until now, I have not been thinking about killing myself. Just been thinking about like maybe the science of it and just like reasonings and things like that, but not thinking along the lines of like, oh yeah, on this date, I'm going to go shoot myself in the head. No, definitely not. Um, and I haven't even really thought about, um, the thought of suicide or just sad thoughts at all, I guess. And, uh, I hope, I hope listening to me has like helped you kind of like get distracted about whatever is bothering you little or small, you know, some like suicide is definitely, um, it, 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 because I know like some people like have it in like religion and stuff. Like fucking uh, midsummer, people were killing themselves, but it was like a happy thing, you know. I'm sure there's shit like that that exists in the world, but I, I guess like my topic that I want to talk about is like depression, anxiety, and things like that. Um. So yeah, man, I was just, I just been like doing some thinking about that subject, and you know, because I have dark thoughts too and stuff. Besides, like you know, all these hee hee ha ha moments that I that I think about, I also think about just, like, fucked up shit, man, I really do sometimes, and, um, let's just get into it, man, I guess, like, one thing that I, that I think about is, uh, what, what if, hold on, let me take a woo-saw, I feel like I'm running out of breath here, (laughs) how we doing, producer lady, you're looking beautiful, you're looking beautiful, looking good you're doing computer work over there all right i have you been listening or have you just been drowning me out all right let's take another cbd calm the nerves okay so oh my god i just wrote something else that's kind of funny or i just read something else that's kind of funny but then i started getting serious (laughs) so okay this is a good this is a good time to talk about it because i'm kind of in a giddy mood Okay, so let's just try and talk about this dark topic in, like, a giddy fucking mood. Okay, so, like, what if suicide is kind of like a chain reaction, kind of has, like, a chain reaction kind of effect, and, like, what if suicide, think of it as, like, suicide is stronger than COVID-19. You know, what if one person killed themselves, and then that sadness just, like, spread across and caused other people to kill themselves, and and that's why suicide is such a big problem to this day. That's a CBD fucking thought, dude. I don't know. Um, just kind of like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. There's got to be a lot of people who have committed suicide because someone close to them has committed suicide. Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. I believe like his best friend committed suicide like not too long before he did. And so, um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know just death in general just kind of goes into what i'm saying you know the older you get the more people die the more bad thing the more chances of bad things happening to you the older you get and like what if some people just uh they kill themselves because you know they don't see good things happening in their future which leads me into another thing that i was thinking about man um you know how some people say that they saw their life flash before their eyes. Um, it got me thinking about, you know, what if when people kill themselves, the the moments 
the moments of their life flashing before their eyes are just some of the happiest moments of their life. You know, right? I want you guys to think about like if you were to make a montage of the happiest moments of your life for like, I don't know, how long is a fall off the Golden Gate Bridge? 16 seconds. Think of just like all of the happiness in your life. I don't know, your graduation, your birthdays, um, you know, your love life and things like that. Ha- ha- yeah, happy moments. And then splat. You know, like you, they always say people who jump off the Golden Gate Bridge and survive, like they always say those people immediately regretted it the moment they, they stepped off the fucking bridge. And that's fucking scary. Like I've I've never really... The only time I ever thought about like if I were to kill myself off jumping off like a high building or something, it would. I feel like it would have to. No, I wouldn't want to do it, dude. I wouldn't want those seconds of just like, oh fuck, oh fuck, what the fuck? There's no going back. I can't. I've never really thought of that. The only time I ever thought of it is like, if if like I I went skydiving and my parachute wouldn't shoot, and I'm like, oh wow. I'm going to die. I would probably just try and do as many somersaults and cool flips in the air as I can. Just like a fucking, like a dancing fish or something, dude. I don't know. Just living my life flying through the air before I splat to my death. There's like a video on that with a dodo dodo bird that I remember. But anyways, man. Yeah, dude. Think about that, man. Think about your life flashing before your eyes if you tried to kill yourself. You took a bunch of pills, whatever, dude. And all you could think about is just like, just, just everything, just everything that makes it like, I don't know the thought of just like knowing that you're going away. Like it probably tricks the brain into like that, just like regret. Um, cause I don't know, man, if I wanted to kill myself, I can't imagine being so upset to where like. I'm so mad. Like, okay, let's say um, producer lady doesn't want to be my producer anymore. And it's just like, oh, okay, I'm going to jump off this building. I have no hot producer. And, like, I just can't imagine being so upset in the middle of, like, jumping off the thing and thinking, producer lady! You know, I don't know. Just maybe, dude, but it's just kind of... I feel like I'd be like, my, my, my senses would kick in and be like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, I'm dying! You know, just... And, and, and the build-up to it, you know, I must have had fallen off the building and be like, oh, my God, I fell. I didn't mean to. I can't imagine just think, OK, here we go. One hundredth floor. We're going to do it. I came all this way. I'm so mad. Producer lady, <laughs> you know, it's just uh, yikes, man. Yikes. And this is something that like I didn't have this written down. I didn't want to share it, but it is something that I've just kind of been thinking about, like, my, my thought process, you know, of, um, cause sometimes I still do have moments of just like, ah, fuck it, dude. You know, what's the point? I had a friend tell me, I don't know if you're depressed or you're just curious about death. Cause sometimes, you know, you get caught up in the suck of life and you're just like, ah, what if there's something better, dude? Like, what if I like, like, what if you kill yourself and there's a chance of just like everlasting ecstasy, you know, you never fucking know. Imagine if you kill yourself and it's just like just a fucking big party and everyone's, wow, it took you 25 years, <laughs> you know, or like it's like a simulation of a game. Like how long can you put up with Donald Trump before you kill yourself, you know, just. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, man, I, I, 
I think on one of the earlier episodes, I wanted to talk about something like jumping off a cruise. And I remember like I was on a cruise and like, I just kind of like, I didn't think about jumping off the cruise. I just kind of played the scenario in my head because here's something that might be wrong with me. I sometimes, especially when I go on vacations and life is just so good and I'm having actually some of the happiest times of my life. I fear not feeling that happy ever again. So I always think, what if I just killed myself during the happiest time of my life? That way, you know, I ended my life on good terms. Like I was just so fucking happy. I didn't want to lose that happiness. So I killed myself. And, uh, you know, when I'd go on vacation and vacation would be ending, I'd be like, ah, now I have to go back to work. I have to pay bills. I have to be an adult. People are expecting things out of me. And I'm like, I could just fucking jump off this cruise right now and uh, wouldn't have to deal with the real world and the bullshit that it throws at us in 2020, you know? But then I fucking looked at the ocean in that cruise because it was nighttime and it just looked so fucking scary. It looked like the abyss, dude. I was not ready to, you know, I don't care how much fucking fun I was having. I could have been having a threesome with my wife and producer lady. They look exactly identical, dude. I swear to fucking God. She just has bangs. It's so fucking crazy, dude. It's so fucking crazy. <laughs> Anyways. um, Yeah, dude. I could have just been having like the time of my life. There could have been roller coasters on this fucking cruise. The Black Eyed Peas could have been playing fucking live. Just fucking Oprah's giving out millions of dollars. Whatever, dude. And I ju- no way when I get on the edge of that cruise and just see like infinity. Fuck no, dude. I'm not jumping in there. Holy shit. And I don't know, man. I guess I've just never felt that pain, I guess, to where I wanted to do that. Maybe, I, maybe I'm not as suicidal as maybe others are thinking. Um, I just get upset and maybe just like my idea of thinking of upsetness is just like, well, you know, you, if you contemplate suicide, you know, you're going to talk yourself out of it. So it's just kind of like a distraction to just like feel numb and not have to deal with whatever is being thrown at you. And maybe that's not healthy. I don't know. But anyways, dude, enough about me. Let's talk about all of the other problems on the planet because it's important. This is a podcast. I'm I'm taking up people's time here. Shout out to Parrot Thieves, dude. That shit fucking made me... It just made me feel like I had to step my game up. I don't know, dude. It just... Getting new underwear, going back to that, dude. It's just... Dude, I haven't had... I haven't had new... I've tried them all, dude, by the way. I've tried them all. I've tried Hanes, Calvin Klein, Fruit of the Loom, Champion... Haven't tried Under Armour, haven't tried Nike, me undies, you know, I've tried a lot of underwear, but pair of thieves in my 25 years of life, 100%, 100% the best pair of underwear I've ever worn in my life, comfortability wise, comfortability wise, it, it, it just feels so good, it feels like I, I'd rather be wearing that pair of underwear than be naked. That's how comfortable it is. Can you imagine that? Rather wearing something than being naked. What do you do to get comfortable? 
I get naked to get comfortable, dude. I don't know about you. How comfortable? Except for, I don't know, if it's cold outside, I probably wouldn't want to be naked. Having my nuts freeze to the whatever's on me, you know? I'd, I'd probably want a sweater. Anyways, dude, pair of thieves, send me a sweater. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, uh, okay, okay, so we're talking about the problems of the world, man. I remembered. Elephant, elephant on my fucking neck, dude. <sighs> what do you want me to do? You know, I was thinking about it, man. I don't have any power. I have 14 ratings on iTunes. Who am I? Who fucking cares about me and what I do? You know? And like, how much of a difference am I really going to make? I took a, uh, I took a bio, um, bio health class or a, uh, like a, uh, fucking a, what class? I, I got an A in the class, but I don't even know what class it was. It was like environmental biology, something like that. And I learned that recycling isn't really recycling. So now I, I just, life's a scam, dude. Anyways, you can look more into that. I'm not going to just cite my sources and shit. But I said what I said, and I'm kind of comfortable in what I said. Maybe I could elaborate more on what I said. But you're going to find something about recycling not really working. Because there are jobs. Because there's too many people that put fucking diapers in the recycling, dude. There are, like, people are idiots, dude. People are going to put shit that's not, that's not recyclable in the recycling. And, and shit that's recyclable in the waste. And so there are actual literal jobs where it's just an assembly line of just shit going through and you separate what's recyclable and not. So there's people who do the job. So just, you know, at this point, no one's getting it right. So why fucking do it? Okay, okay. Or unless you want to make the job easier for those people, you can recycle. But just know that there's fucking idiots putting diapers in, in, in the fucking recycling, dude. Fucking idiots, dude. I, I, I mean... Maybe I'm just being a little too hard and some people could be like, I don't know, it's just poop, it's biodegradable. Dude, you can't even flush diapers down the fucking toilet, dude. That's why you throw them away because if you flush them down the toilet, you're going to clog the toilet. It doesn't it doesn't break apart. It's plastic. It's just like and 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 plastic in general, dude, you can't fucking turn a water bottle. It like you can't take a Dasani water bottle and then turn it into like a I don't know, Tupperware. There's different kinds of plastics. So recycling is just like a really fucking complicated thing, dude. I felt, Look what I did. I elaborated. But that just kind of goes into other complicated problems I want to talk about. Like why the fuck does Panda Express ask you to donate to the charity every time you're at checkout? And I'm not a confident person, so I, I, I'm not confident in telling them no. So instead of clicking no, I'll click cancel. But that actually cancels the whole transaction. And then the person behind the register has to do it again. And it's just awkward because now you, it's so obvious you don't want to donate to the charity. And, but, but my argument is why don't you fucking donate the, the fucking charity? Why doesn't Panda Express just do it themselves? They pay their workers like $22 an hour. It, what's a harder job, dude? Panda Express or McDonald's? Because they're all the same thing to me. It's just different food, dude. <laughs> I would hate to work at McDonald's, dude. I would hate to. It, it, it's definitely minimum wage. And I bet Pan Express is just way better, dude. I don't know. But you're getting paid. Like, come on. 
Who's working at McDonald's, dude? And people talk so much shit about it. Stop working there, dude. <laughs> just fucking get work somewhere else. Work. Just can we take some place fucking down, dude? Why doesn't McDonald's feed the fucking starving kids? Okay. I have shit. I have I have fucking windshield wipers to buy, dude. I spent eighty dollars at Target, dude, buying windshield wipers and underwear. Now my credit score is probably going to go down, dude. Like, what makes you think I'm going to fucking, like, benefit? Oh, the fucking mic almost fell, dude. What? What? Why would I do that? Why would I fucking help out, bro? Help me! Help me, dude! What are you talking about, bro? Fucking A, man. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying, man? What People are always asking for donations. Why doesn't the company fucking donate, dude? You're not in debt. It's COVID. You guys are still running Taco Bell. You fucking fill out your survey, dude. What are you talking about, man? God. People, man. I always had this dumbass joke. I, I made this up when I was probably 16, dude. I always, <laughs> I said, how the, how the fuck is, is, um, <laughs> bless you. Bless you, producer Lee. How the fuck is world hunger a problem when Top Ramen is 17 cents, you know? <laughs> just, <laughs> But it's just, I don't know. That that was insensitive, and that is just classism as shit. I have learned, I like I said, I made this joke when I was 16. Don't fucking cancel me, dude. I'm trying to get sponsored by Pair of Thieves, dude. Pair of Thieves, dude. And I use my other sponsor money to freaking pay for the for the underwear dude it's just like I, you can never win more money more problems because if i never made this money from the sponsors that i had previous to buying this underwear dude i wouldn't have thought about buying underwear i would have been like oh i'm fine but then i got this sponsorship money oh here's 80 dollars, and i was like oh let me get my life together and now i'm back at square one with windshield wipers and five new pairs of underwear dude I only bought two pairs of a uh, pair of thieves, and then I bought some fruit of the loom because I I'm, I don't have that many sponsors. I only have two sponsors, dude. But anyways, um, man, shit, dude. I, if only I could get back to fucking Marvel, producer lady. You know, have you like hit him up yet? Have you hit Sasha Gray up? Marvel, the Manny Pacquiao, the Manny Pacquiao biopic. Sweet. <laughs> okay, all right. What'd they say? Fucking A, dude. I just fumbled the bag is what these Generation Z people would say, dude. God damn it. I think this is my best fucking episode yet, dude. You need to listen to this, man. This is real shit that I'm spitting at you guys. Oh, my God. You can tell in the tone of my voice. Anyways, um, okay, dude. This is why I wrote stuff down, man. I, okay, I'm going to tell one more story. That I don't think producer lady has heard, so she's gonna probably get a kick out of this. And uh, if there's if there's time, maybe I'll give some shout outs, whatever. But hopefully, if this story, um, I don't know. Let's see how much time we have. Okay, dude, I want to talk about the time when I got when I got scammed, or or like someone attempted to scam me online when I was 18. But that also reminds me when fucking Lil B tried to scam me. But we'll get into that later. Oh, I fucking hate Lil B. Oh, I fucking hate little B, dude. If you're listening, dude, I will. This ain't a threat, dude. This ain't a threat. But, dude, you just don't. I have some. I have some words for you, bro. 
freedom of speech. I have some fucking words for you, little bitch. I really do. I really fucking do. But we're going to talk about the first bitch that tried to scam me when I was 18, dude. 18, 17, fresh out of high school. I was very active on Twitter. I was trying to get some booty, you know. Just I was just ready to be an adult, so I thought. But I, I was just ready to do adult things, bro. I was ready to fucking do drugs, get drunk, fuck girls, dude. I was ready. Save up for a motorcycle even though I'm still living with my parents. Just dumb shit, you know? So, that's where my mindset was at. <laughs> and um, this, 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 like, I don't know. I was, like, newer to Twitter, so my circle was small. And this hot girl um, follows me. And talk, and then she has another friend that talks to my other friend. And they're, they're, they're kind of connected, but it's not that important, I guess. But they were after us, dude. They were flirting with us. I would talk to this girl. I would, But we wouldn't text. We would do this thing called Kick, which was like a texting app. And uh, yeah, yeah. Producer girl, remember, she was up on Kick. She was up on Kick, bro. But um, yeah, so we would talk on Kick. I would talk to her through my iPod Touch. And she, we would go back and forth on Twitter. She would flirt with me. She'd call me cute. She'd make me feel confident. And um, so one time we're we're just kicking it, and um, this girl was like like way out of my league. By the way, dude, like no mutual friends or anything. Like it just obviously like I don't know. It was weird because it was like it didn't look like a, a fake account. If that makes any sense. It was like definitely the same girl. Um, but they didn't have that many followers. So I was just thinking, oh, maybe she's new in town or something. I don't know. And um, so we were we were kicking it. And she like would hit me with that. Um, she'd hit me with that. Uh, my uh, My phone bill is like running out or something like that. And she was like, yeah. PayPal me this certain amount of money so I could pay for my phone bill. And I was like, I'm 17. I don't have money to do this. And uh, she was getting very aggressive with me, dude. Just like, if well, if you can't pay my phone bill, how am I going to talk to you? And then she just, just starts saying things like, wow, I thought you loved me. Like, you really don't love me. And then that's when I'm like, okay, you know, I, I know I'm 17, but then my brain starts clicking. Like, I can't believe this. You know, I'm getting scammed. I thought this hot girl thought was into me. And so, um, I don't know. I, I think she like, I don't know. She just kind of like stopped talking to me. She was throwing a, a pout, but she was still trying to like get me to PayPal her 50 bucks. And honestly, the, the big thing for me is that I'm a lazy fuck and I didn't want to make a PayPal account. Really, that was the thing. But if I, ha- if I was in a financial situation, this is why I'm glad I never got famous at 17, dude. Because, like, if I had the amount of money I had right now or, like, just whatever, dude, I'd probably fall for it at 17 and just be like, here you go. Here's $50. And just got would have got fucked, dude. Um, but people are still doing that to this day, I bet. But anyways, um, so I find the the fucking real account of the of this so-called attractive girl 
I don't even know like who it was just some like Instagram model, whatever, like not even really that famous, which is the perfect person to pick out. If you want to like catfish someone and try and scam them for money, find like an Instagram model. Cause there's like thousands of them. I bet, you know, they're all not famous. Um, but there's tons of like model pictures or models that, that you could just steal from. I'm not telling you to do this. I'm just saying like how fucking easy it probably is. And that sucks. People be doing that shit, I guess. Someone fucking did that shit to me, actually. That's a whole nother fucking story. That's a whole nother fucking story, dude. Someone made a fake account of mine. But anyways, um, what happened? So I find I find the fucking picture and I screenshot it and I just like sh- I just tweet the girl like just publicly like you're a fucking phony, you're a phony and just immediately blocks me, dude. And that's the end of that. So yeah, that's that's the time I uh, almost got scammed at um at age 18 age 17 somewhere around there and uh wow you know that was like seven years ago boy have i grown <laughs> since then. it's just or i don't even know eight years ago whatever dude anyways man we still got a little bit of time here um what what am I saying here? What am I saying? Okay, man. Um, you guys want to? What should I? What should I tell here? I've got a lot of things here that I actually like. Think. Okay, here's something that's really cute. Um. <laughs> oh my god! This is just like how much I love. Um producer lady dude <laughs> but like so before producer lady moved out here to um to work on my to work on my podcast for me i i bought a new bed uh this was f- mm, i don't know five months ago before we really got the ball rolling because i was talking to producer lady and stuff like that and so i uh Let's see here. I I I bought a new bed, dude. I bought a a queen size bed. No, not a queen size bed. I'm sorry, a full size bed, because you know I only have two sponsors and I'm I'm in debt because of pair of pair of thieves underwear. So I would practice months prior to producer lady flying out here, like just sleeping on my side of the bed. Because because when producer lady came, I I, I knew that she was going to sleep on that other side of the bed. So I was just, uh, I was just really looking forward to producer lady sleeping with me. That, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, yeah, you got it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I just knew it was going to happen. I just knew. And I just thought about that. And, uh. You just knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I just knew that I was going to be sharing the other side of that bed with you. So, yeah. I'm not trying to be a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. Um, But anyways, man, I think I want to keep it short for you guys. Um, This is probably the shortest episode I probably dropped on here, huh? I don't know. We'll drop a song or whatever. But anyways, yeah, man. Uh, I just I got to keep this cult alive, man. I just... uh. Like, if you fuck with it, thank you for fucking with it. But also, I'm I'm trying to help find, like, all kinds of cult members, man. There might be someone who's bald. 
that needs to hear that story about just like insecurity and stuff like that. And that's my message, man. I just like, uh, I just wanted to break it down like that for some people who might not see it that way. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I'm overthinking it and thinking there's something special about it. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, man, just reach out, dude. The best way to contact me is through my DMS on the suicide logs. If it's life or death, you can hit up for the bitches, but uh, get, good luck getting through the emails, man. I'm still kind of fishing through them. I turned off the emails for a little bit because I'm trying to uh, get back with Marvel for the Yellow Panther movie. I'm trying to get back with uh, the Manny Pacquiao biopic that they're making. And I'm trying to get back to Sasha Gray. It's just, uh, it's been a busy week, dude. And I'm probably going to be spending the rest of the week trying to contact either one of those because it, it, it would be life-changing. Uh, and yeah, that's it, dude. That's my grind. My advice is what my producer lady told me when I was asking her about the podcast yesterday. She said, do what the fuck you want. And, uh, yeah, I'm doing what the fuck I want. So, yeah, help me do what the fuck I want to do, guys. Catch LA. Hopefully you enjoyed the stories. Hopefully you enjoyed the advice. And uh, I'm going to go enjoy my life, man. I'm having a good time. And I hope you guys are having a good time, too. It is what? 9.41 9.41 p.m. September 15, 2020. Just got to let you guys know. Ka-ching. Now